everybody, I'm back. Welcome back to the JoeCast. I'm your host, Joe Casada. And well, we're back. I'm a little stuffy. Um, we've had a, I've had a crazy uh, last week. But uh, we're going to put that aside. Uh, we got to start with this episode of the JoeCast. So, uh, I don't really know where to start. So, I have this notepad here I've been taking notes on for the week. I really took like one night and did this, so it's not really for the week. I, just, I think I took this on Friday. So, um... <laughs> So like my um, well let's start here the intro. So how are we doing? Um, we're doing all right, but I think we do need an attention getter. So I don't really know what to do for an attention getter. So I'm gonna put this here. Um, by the time we're listening to this, about three years ago, the government, uh, worldwide, the government has shut had a shut us down completely. Three years ago. So. Three years ago, if you, everyone remembers this, if you're above the age of, um, what's it called, um, uh, 10, everyone remembers this. We all had to wear masks, we had to do that crazy crap, and, uh, all, you know, all that good, all that good stuff. Um, so I was listening to Joey Diaz earlier, and pretty much he was like, three years ago, you guys, you never would expect any of this to happen. That's, that's more of an Alex Jones voice, but, so pretty much, yeah, three years ago, March 14th, day before the odds of the March. I was a freshman in high school, and I remember um, they were playing Hello Dolly. It was the uh, all-school production. They were playing Hello Dolly, and there was this girl that I was talking to at the time that was in the play. So they had shut everything down. School was closed. Two weeks had started, but they were letting that um, um, musical still play on. So I went and I went and saw that on the seventeenth of March. Actually, let me let me pull up a calendar here and go back three years. So I'm gonna I'm gonna switch my audacity thing and that one and that one. Okay, good. So we're gonna want to type in I don't know calendar here. So I can give you guys a so calendar well, it was 2020. So I can give you guys a rundown of events here of everything that had happened. So okay, so timeanddate.com. What a great website for 2020. So it was uh excuse me, it was not March 17th. I apologize. So I remember they had shut everything down that Friday, that Saturday, I believe, and then the play was on the Sunday at two. It was a Sunday at two. They they do a Friday showing at seven, a Saturday showing at seven, and a Saturday at two. I'm oh, sorry, a Sunday at two. So everything. So we got out of school the thirteenth. So today we were like, all right, guys, we got to go. Then the fourteenth, we were like, all right, guys, two weeks. So the twenty eighth, we'll, we'll be back. Turns out we weren't back. We were back about like um, a while, long while after that. So, um, excuse me, excuse me. So we were back. We were back. Um, on the we were supposed to be back. I believe the twenty eighth, but it never happened. So the fifteenth is when the showing was, and then as two weeks went by, and I remember our school had given us instead of actually giving us work, they had taken the two weeks and given us optional work. I did it because I was forced to do it by my uh, dad, but I don't think anyone else did it. I remember texting like, oh, are you guys doing this at all? And they're like, no. So pretty much it was uh, two two weeks of like ungraded work. Then after that, it was um, actual work. And let me tell you how easy that work was. So I'm thinking, so Joey Diaz is like, oh, when you were sitting here, I would have not have seen myself here. I had 
I believe I started podcasting in twenty in twenty twenty. It was a later end of twenty twenty. Uh, me, I started the JFC cast with me, Christian, and Fritz. This show is no longer around. Um, um, you know, it's no longer around at all. Uh, we have not. We the last time we had a somewhat meetup was when we all three of us were in the gym at the same time, and we barely talked to each other. So that that was the JFC meetup. We got a someone took a photo of the three of us, and that was about it. So, uh, <laughs> excuse me. Every time I film, my throat gets so damn itchy. I can't take this sh- uh, anymore. So, so three years ago, I would have not seen. Uh, three years ago, I was working as a librarian. Yeah, so three years ago, I was a librarian. Now I'm a cook, which uh, I don't really know which was a better job, a cook or a librarian. I was like 220 pounds. I'll, I'll throw a photo of me up. In that time span, over that quarantine, I'll have to log into my old Snapchat. I'll probably actually, I'll do that right now. And I, although I don't, I don't know if I remember what my damn login is on Snapchat. So I believe my girlfriend has a login. I, I gave it to her just as like, hey, if, if I ever get locked out, here you go. Oh my god, what was my? Oh dear, I don't even remember what my that login was. So a login, maybe. <sighs> what was it called? I. No, oh, never mind. I just logged me into my regular account. Hold on, I'm gonna have to sign. I'm gonna have to figure this out. So, I'm gonna do this while I talk. So, I, I truly do not remember what that account was called. Um, dang. Hold on, I think I'm actually friends with it on my other account. So I'll just look that way. Now my password is probably something stupid. I don't remember. Oh, uh, Joey Q. You know, Rusty Shackelford. I think my name was. Oh, okay, so it's King Vamp 2... Oh. Oh, man. It, the username was King Vamp 445. Oh, when was this? That may have been during quarantine. I sent myself everything in my minds only, which was a bunch of memes I found off 4chan. That shows you what type of person I was back then. My minds only was full of 4chan memes, not women. So that says a lot about my character. Um, there's the original It's Okay to Be White photo in here. That's, I haven't seen that in a while. Um, it was all through I sent myself some girl's snap. <laughs> I was real down bad. So I'm actually gonna, I believe that photo saved my camera. Oh, but we'll up we'll that later. So yeah, think about it to yourself. Where were you three years ago and where are you now? How, what a difference is it? You probably would have never expected for us to be here, because um, I remember I, when I first virus, I'm not trying to sound like a macho jackass, but I was not scared. I thought it was complete BS. I was like, this thing's going to turn out just like Ebola. It's not going to do anything. And uh, they did not treat it like Ebola. They, they went completely haywire. And you can, you can believe it was made in a lab or whatever. I don't care what you believe. The fact is, um, some crazy stuff went down, and we had to deal with it. That was an iDubbbz level burp. You guys probably haven't heard one of those since iDubbbz. So, um, <coughs> that was really my attention getter. So now I think we should get into the analytics. How are we looking on week three of coming back into the big game? Um, so, uh, in that three weeks, Anchor has changed into Spotify for podcasters. Freaking ridiculous. And I changed my logo once again. I, I swear this is going to be the last time I do this for a while because I don't like changing my logo. It's just I have, um, I needed to make new bit. Excuse me. I, why do hell? Why am I hiccuping now? This is freaking ridiculous. 
I needed to make more uh, business cards. I didn't want my freaking sixth grade photo on there, so I just threw it on as the uh, new one. I took a photo walking into my house. I don't know why I took that photo, but I took it. So that's the new photo now. We have 20 plays on I Was Jumped and Waynesburg Graffiti Calls Revolution. Um, we'll see how this episode does. I'm hoping it will probably do about the same. I mean, there's about 18 people, at least, that listen to every episode, which is very nice. Appreciate you guys. The audience... Our audience is, uh, uh, we, 90, oh my god, 90% men, 10% women. That's, uh, surprising. 95% of us are in the Waynesboro area, or, like, over 95% of us are in the Waynesboro area. But, um, there, there's, uh, I have an increasingly amount of Hagerstown viewers, which Hagerstown, on this app, uh, rec- like, encompasses, like, Smithsburg, Cascade, all of that, so... Pretty much, in, if you go to school in Hagerstown or Smithsburg or like whatever those other places are, you're counted as Hagerstown. So, I'm assuming I know a lot of them are a good bit of is Smithsburg, not Hagerstown. So, we'll see. Uh, I'm actually going to check my grades right now. This is something I never do because I'm a senior. I don't care. My senior is just kicking hard. I just thought I should probably do this. All B's. I have all B's, and a. And a 100% A in a competitive PE. And almost have an, an A in AP Euro, but I don't care. Um, so yeah, it's the the, um, the viewership's pretty minimal. Most of the people listening, well, 50%, the majority is 18 to 22. And then, so it's pretty much the same. It's just there's more men listening to the show than women, which I'm fine with. I don't really care. But, um... Honestly, I, I'm not surprised by these statistics. I think the little operation we have going on here is pretty good. I think once I get these business cards going out, it's going to get a lot better. We're going to have more. I'm going to. Leave, well, my goal is to leave these at, like sheets around the air. I put a real nice, sick design on the back. I'll upload that to the Instagram in this for this episode. So it's a real sick design. I think you guys will like it. And uh, if you find one, I put my phone number on there. If you ever want to get on the show, just give me a call or text me, and I'll, I'll probably I'm probably get you on. Because this is still a really small operation. I'm fine of having just complete randoms on. And who knows? You won't be a complete random after that. And you could probably be a big part of the show. If you know what I'm saying. That's part of the intro. I like to talk about the fragility of life. I, ha- I have had a friend pass away. Um, on the uh, the 7th. He had passed away. I'm not, I don't want to go in detail. Because there are people that are not in my personal life that listen to this show. So I don't want to go in detail about it. I don't want to. I don't really want to talk about it, but, um, imagine, like, just, this is, let's, okay, run a simulation here, imagine you're sitting at a, uh, a bar, not bar, breakfast place, and, uh, you, you mess around with the jukebox, you start playing a great song, uh, Don't Stop Believing, from, uh, I think it's Journey, and, uh, your family comes in, you're sitting, and you guys are talking for a little bit, you know, you guys are doing your thing. And you know you're talking about life. You're talking about what's going to happen next. You know the good old stuff. You, you, your son tells you to focus on the good times. And he's like, "You always said that, didn't you, Dad?" And we're running a simulation here. This may or may not have happened in a television show before called The Sopranos. Um, let's say you're running through that. That's all happening. You're having a real jolly old time. You're just enjoying time with your family. The onion rings came to the table. You're eating the onion rings. You're having a good time. Your daughter. Had to switch birth control pills with doctors, so she's a little bit late. So she's coming right now. She's about to walk. She's parking. She's really bad at parallel parking. So she's um, trying to parallel park. She finally gets it. She walks on in. You look at her. 
the song goes, don't stop. Blank. It's done. You're dead. Life can be taken from you in that quick of an instant. And I have not finished The Sopranos yet, but I know how it ends. It's one of those shoots. Same with Breaking Bad. I knew how it ended, but I did not know how it ended. You know, like how. Like I knew how it ended, but I didn't know how. Like what led up to that. I know a little bit, but not much. That's same with The Sopranos right now. I know. Spoiler. Tony Soprano dies. I don't know how he gets to that point. I don't know where, I don't know how he ended up at that bar, I just know he dies at a, at not a bar, a breakfast place, it, like, not even a breakfast place, it's a freaking, like, it's a diner, and, like, night. So, I think we should all, every day when we wake up, we should think to ourselves, thank God I'm still alive. Because it is truly a gift that we are all still here today. And, uh, you always need to tell people. You always need to um, treat people with a lot of respect and be kind to them because you never know when they're going to go. You never know when they're going to go. I didn't know my friend was going to go that day. I did not know. Thankfully, the last things I said to him were very mean. I'm going to share here. The last things I said to him was, I feel like Tony Soprano right now, and I drove off. Those are the last words I said to my friend before he passed. So... I'm glad I didn't say something like a jackass or some mean or a rude remark. I'm glad it was something like a little jackasses. Actually, I'm not glad about that at all. I'm just glad. I'm not glad about anything. What am I saying? I'm not glad about this at all. I'm just saying you always need to be careful what you say to people. Because you never know. That may be the last time you ever see them or hear from them. Because you just can't after that. It's that's It's done. But I think that really puts me off on the um, the fragility of life segment here. It's pretty simple. Um, you guys probably look at the title of the episode and like, oh, when's he going to get to that? That sounds interesting. We're not there yet. David Goggins. I'll tell you guys about David. This guy I've been watching on TikTok, David Goggins. This guy seems completely insane. This guy's like, who's going to carry the boats? Stay hard. Like, okay, so I, I had seen Dave Goggins before. I didn't really remember what his name I just knew he was, like, 300 pounds. Also, the wait in, like, three months was, like, running. He, like, did the military Navy SEAL stuff. Crazy stuff. Crazy guy. Cool guy. But I keep watching these videos. These guys are nuts. These guys are completely insane. Speaking of Dave, on my notepad, I have, um, it says, announce my trip to Europe and my attentions over to sea. So, I, I'm going to actually tied us into David Goggins, so I don't know what my intentions were overseas. I believe I'm going to the Swiss Alps, Versailles, and um, I, I forget the last place. It shows you how much I pay attention in these class meetings. Um, so, Versailles is a palace. The Swiss Alps is the Swiss Alps, obviously. And uh, I'm going to David Goggins run the entire time. I'm going to stay hard. Uh, that's a joke. I'm not actually. So, um, yeah, so I will be in the last week of... Um, believe July, I'm going to Europe. It is a class trip to the Europe, the Swiss Alps, Versailles, and I want to, oh, uh, Dachau, we're going to Dachau, it's a concentration camp, it's the last place we're going. Uh, Sweden, uh, Germany, and France, those are the places we would be going. So, um, what am I going to do in, um, What's it called? Europe? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to take a lot of photos. I may make a little podcast segment. I'm thinking about it. Or I may make an episode in, in advance, like 
like I was going to film this episode Friday, but decided not to because I got off work so late, I just don't have time. It's that simple. So, as we uh, conclude with my Europe business, um, when I was going through those comments, no, not comments, those, um, what's it called, those things yesterday, not yesterday, last episode where I was looking at the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, shoot, shit, I'm losing my mind, the Q&As, and, uh, Abigail Pike had commented, review a movie, please, please review a movie, fine, I will review a movie, so you guys know Ford versus Ferrari, yeah, that's a really good movie, um, Okay, so yeah, so Ford vs. Ferrari had uh, Christian Bale in it, some other guy, and some other guy. Really good movie. I'm going to try to talk about this maybe for like seven minutes. At 24, I'll stop. So, so I remember I, I didn't really know much about Ford vs. Ferrari. I saw, this is this is probably the last movie I saw pre-pandemic, speaking of which. So I'm trying to look the fact here, just Ford versus Ferrari. The 20, yeah, this is about this last movie I saw before the pandemic. I remember I saw this. Right before school started, me and my friend Fritz were going to go see it. Fritz, the um, guy off of what's it called? Uh, J- JFC cast. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Sweet. I may watch this. But Disney Plus is a is an interesting. Uh, I don't really like it that much. So, um. <coughs> okay, so Four vs. Ferrari. Let me get it started here. So, this is a movie about um, a guy named Ken Miles, Carol Shelby. And they're racing the they're racing the Ford Shelby against the the Ferrari car, and um, Ford and Ferrari they they uh, they had to they had to slow down at the end, and Ken Miles is like I gotta slow down, and so Miles is given second place. Ken Miles I says what pretty much happened is so this is straight from Wikipedia. It's true that Ken Miles had been minutes ahead of the other cars, but due to self-serving instructions from Ford, combined with a technicality, Miles was given second place instead of first. Ford management had indeed instructed him to slow down so that all three of their cars could cross the finish line together. So they wanted a photo finish, and because of a technicality, he got second. They cheated Ken. Um, they wanted the headlines, not Miles. becomes the first to sweep dates. Okay, so pretty much, I don't care about that. Um, I'm just clicking through the Google, uh, the quick things. So it looks like the fastest speed, tops recorded speed at Le Mans was 405 kilometers per hour. It's 1988 by Roger Dorsey in a, a WM Waste Management Pugat PD8. Um, what am I looking at? Lightning, okay, now it's giving me like Lightning McQueen history and stuff, but I don't care about that. So, Warner Four versus Ferrari. I really enjoyed. It. This is probably one of the last good movies I've ever seen. I highly enjoyed it. I would recommend everyone to see this movie. It's an it's it's literally art. It's literally art. This movie is literally art. I have never. I don't think I've ever enjoyed a movie as much as Four versus Ferrari. I mean, I, I could probably watch this movie over and over again until I die. But um, I'm actually gonna stop this review now. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. No, this is our sister. Why did I say 7 out of 10? I meant 17 out of 10. I, I This movie is essentially a 9 out of 10 for me. This movie is really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I I have I, I could probably watch this till I die. That's how good it was. I, I, I need to find time to rewatch it. That's how... I mean, I, sometimes I'll go on YouTube and just watch the clips. Because I don't have time to watch the whole movie. But... 
excuse me. Damn, it was a good movie, and you guys should definitely check it out. All right, Chuckles, The Odds of March. This episode, well, you guys will be listening to it tomorrow, but so who is Chuckles? What's The Odds of March? I'm not going to give Actually, yeah. Mario. Mario is this little funny guy in the school that uh, the, the, my uh, my group, my clique, my uh, niche, my my gang. <laughs> not really my gang, I'm just a member, has been picking on. It's they've been beefing. This group and my group have been beefing since... October, since Halloween, they've been beefing. But the fart man is beefing them first. Now we just beef with them. So this is this has been taking a damn while now. So they have they have made this a trolling campaign called the Final Chuckle on the Ides of March it shall happen. So you guys will find out next week for those who have no idea what I'm talking about, what actually happened to this kid. So they have leaked his address, they have leaked almost everything. But and um, this has a tie-in with my friend who just died because uh, he was allegedly, I don't know if he was or not, allegedly making fun of this situation. So delete this address, delete everything. Um, I would say for those who are looking to beef with uh, my group, such as uh, Mr. Chris Kerrigan and the Fart Man, they do have an entire notepad full of like everyone's address. Mine, theirs, everyone. There is a dollar bill with almost everyone's address on it in the area. And names attached to that. So I'd be careful, okay? They, they, I remember when we first started beefing, the fart man, I was driving him home, and he just started pointing out places that that guy lives there, that guy lives there. I'm thinking, how the hell did he get these addresses? How the hell did he find this stuff out? He showed me all these lists, he showed me these notepads, videos of people, of them walking in and out of their houses. You could see them through the windows and stuff, and I'm like, what, what is going on here? So he's like, yeah, that guy lives there. You see, you know that kid? That kid, uh, I don't know, John, for example. I'm not saying there's a not actual one, John. I'm just saying John. Yeah, he lives right there. He lives in the, go down that other way. Back door's always unlocked. I'm like, what the heck? How the hell he find this stuff out? This stuff, this this got to be illegal or something. I was saying, this, I was saying, this got to be illegal. But a lot of it is uh, public record. They fact check with the public record on tax, on tax, on the tax maps. This is everywhere. So, um, and I, they, they, I, I know people out there have my address. My address is on the address dollar, for example. So it's just, it's terrifying how easily people can find this stuff out. Truly terrifying. You can actually, I'm, I'm going to give my listeners of Franklin County. If you look up Franklin County tax map and you just click on properties, you can see who owns it, how much they paid for it, all that stuff like that. So it's, you got to be careful because with the age of the internet, you can really find out whatever you want. It's, it's a, it's a real problem. So I think that really wraps it up for the chuckles segment. So, um, and my, 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 um, a friend told me to talk about this. So her and her little, um, her like best friend, which they're not really best friends anymore. They've kind of, uh, strayed apart. So her and her best friend, uh, I've been going through some skirmishes. They, they are not on good terms. So, um. And she's a junior in high school, and I pretty much told her, well, you know, junior year is when you find out who your friends truly are. And they, she has found that out. Th- this girl has completely th- thrown her aside, cast her out like the leper. Which is ironic, because this girl is very Catholic. She's actually called me a terrible Catholic. I don't know why. I mean, Jesus Christ actually taught us to cast stones when you are sin-free. So I think it's quite hypocritical that she called me a terrible Catholic when she herself is a terrible Catholic for calling me a terrible Catholic. 
but that's just my two cents. Speaking of, I'm actually rubbing two pennies together right now, so that's that is my two cents. So I think it is just it's completely comedic that she would call me a bad Catholic when her herself is treating all her friends with absolutely no respect and making them feel like absolute dog shit. Just an observation, okay? I mean, some self-awareness would be nice with this girl, but it's just, it's, it's not going to happen. Because she, she, she truly believes she is perfect. And it's not true. She's not. If anything, no, I can't say that because that would be a sin. I was going to say I'm a better Catholic, but I'm not. We're all equal. We're all equals in the eyes of God. But that is my two cents as I rub my two cents together in front of the microphone. So I'm going to put those two cents down. It, I have a, it's a penny from, for those interested, it's a penny from 19, or, sorry, 2013 and a penny from 2020, COVID year. So um, that, that's just a little word of advice for the, the young boy, young kids listening, my 90% male audience, that um, junior year is when you find out who your real friends are. And I found that out too. I found that junior, my, my real true friends are um, the, the Fart Man and Andrew Stansfield. Even though we don't talk much anymore because Fart Man went online, we, we still text occasionally. So I think um, I was told to talk about my paranormal experiences, but I really don't have any, so I'm going to skip that. And I, okay, th- this is really interesting. This is probably taking another 10, 20 minutes. This is, and we're getting into the actual topic after this. So deeper states of consciousness. I've been like so curious in this, like meditation shit. It's like, uh, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Like visual, whatever, like a projecting your mind on other things for decades, not decades, years now feels like, feels like decades. So I remember I, uh, binaural beats. Um, so, okay. I don't think I can make a binaural beat in this episode. I'm not probably because it's a lot of work and I need to go to bed. It's nine 50 as I record this and I have 30 more minutes. So a binaural beat is, so an acoustic beat is when you play two, um, you play two wavelengths that are quite similar in length, and it goes all one, 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 one. A binaural beat is when you play one sound in one ear and another in the other, and it creates an ever so slightly a wumble. I'm actually gonna do this right now. Just just play a, and I'll overlap them. Like I'll have one tone, and then it will change, and you guys will hear the difference. This only works with stereo headphones. Keep that in mind. So I'm gonna do it right now. Okay, so what you just heard was a very good example of a binaural beat. So pretty much that's the, the little wobbly heard. That is the binaural beat. So pretty much the difference that... Okay, so pretty much... It's hard to explain, but what I what I understand is... So the difference the difference of tone... So I the first tone was a 400 hertz. The second was a 410. So the, the difference tone that your brain will sync to is a 10 hertz. Which can... It can, like, it can morph your brain into other wavelengths to make it think in different types of wavelengths. So there's like delta, REMs, like REM sleep, delta sleep, gamma waves, beta waves, alpha waves. It's all this crazy stuff that it it can like help how, like how you learn, how you intake information. All just by like messing I, with the your uh, your brain. It's like kind of like some missional messaging, but like like um, binaural beatish. I don't know. So uh, I remember a lot of this. I believe it, this is a placebo though, because I remember I would listen to these. Like, there's ones that claim it can boost your testosterone. One that claims it can make you taller. Yeah, I used to listen to these when I was 13 because I thought I was 
I um well I could have easily fixed this stuff with a good diet and a uh, good sleep and working out, but I was too lazy to do all that. And the problem is the YMCA. It was a thirty minute walk from my house. A workout would only take an hour, so I felt like I had I would have to be there for like three hours to make it actually worth it because the ride. The walk is 30 minutes, so I feel like it would be dumb if I go for 30 minutes, stay for 30 minutes, come back. It's an hour and a half. A third of that time is spent working out. Two-thirds of that spent walking. So I thought it was dumb. That's why I didn't work out. I probably should have just done push-ups or stuff, but I was too stupid to. My diet was trash. It was all sugar. That's my two cents. So as I talked there, so there's more. There's stuff about, I remember I was researching opening the third eye and chakras and like crystals and shit. And I, I, I didn't have a, like, I, I, okay, let's be honest. I never had some eye-opening experience or anything. I mean, but this stuff has always interested in me because they never talk about it. And probably because it's all BS. But no one ever brings it up ever. I think it's so interested. I think it's, it's just so baffling to me. That if there if this stuff was serious, that they're hiding it from the public, and I believe um I, I I'm not I'm not I'm not a drug user I don't I don't I don't I don't use drugs. I think that's respectable. I I ref, I don't want to do marijuana. I don't want to do. I've considered DMT because it seemed interesting to me. But I thought about it, I was like yeah no I'm not doing that because it's going to completely change our worldview. I had a friend once who did it and he said he was like uh, like away for like like 15 years living a whole different life and i, I don't want to have to experience that because it's going to mess up my perception of time right now because everything's going to feel like you know when you're younger time's pretty slow when you get older time flies it's going to that that effect is going to it's pretty much going to like shorten my time by like half it's going to be it's going to mess up my complete time perception about everything and it's just not going to be fun in the long run so that's what I say about that. Same marijuana, I don't want to do it because I, I don't, I'm afraid. This is same alcohol. I'm afraid like if something were to happen. If let's say I was at a big party and everyone was drunk and high and I was the only one not drunk and high. Let's say an intruder came in. You think these drunk and high people are going to be able to defend themselves that well? And I, I'm, I am talking out my ass here. I don't really know. So don't come hating me like, like shut up. First off, shut up. Don't talk to me that way. Second off, um, I think it's I th- it's more important to me to be alert, to be very alert and to know what's going on. I don't I don't want to put myself in a submissive, docile state where someone can tell me whatever the hell they want and I'll just listen. I don't like that. And I do believe this is my conspiracy side talking now. I do believe that the the government has has been legalizing products like this, some controlled substances, to make us more docile so we can listen to them better. If they wanted to do a complete takeover. Um, same with keeping us poor. Because a hungry dog is an obedient dog. That, that I forget where that quote was. I think it was in a core core edit. Um, so. That's what I got to say about that. The stock market is crashing. Completely like wrecked itself today. Um. I think I lost like ten bucks. I pulled it. I pulled out of everything, which is dumb. Then I put it all inside Meta, and like, I cannot stop burping. Jesus! Oh my god! I put it on like Meta and a bunch of other stuff. So I think I'll be fine. <sighs> I'm so tired. This show takes so much out of you. It's like it does not really. This show is pretty quite. It's quite easy to do actually. Um. So I think with um. 
stock market's going down and all that, and SIVB completely done. So I think we should get into the actual topic here. <sighs> Wait, I have one more. Dreams. I, I've had this one crazy dream. It's reoccurring. I'm going to bring my microphone a little closer to my face. So I had this dream that I'm like an oil baron. I'm a super rich oil baron, and I like literally own the entire world. And so I remember it starts off, it always starts off the same. It's kind of like, it's run through, it's kind of run through the same stuff over and over again, just like different characters, then different events happening that kind of put it off course ever so slightly in the end. But pretty much so, I, I board in like Argentina, and I, and I like make my way through Central America into America, the United States of America. So I get there, and I, I'm adopted by this like, this entrepreneur who... Well, he's not really, he, he's like dresses like an entrepreneur. He has like this big pipe and, uh, he owns a farm. So he's a farmer entrepreneur, I guess. And one day I'm like digging like in Minecraft and I start digging with like, I have this like this wooden shovel and I start digging and I, and I strike oil and somehow I was able to claim the oil as mine instead of my adopted entrepreneur farmer dad's. So I become super rich. I buy the I buy like all the farms in the area of my oil money. And this story takes place like during like the oil boom and shit. So like I'm buying up all this stuff of oil money, and I start buying up more farms and I start digging and I find more oil wells on these farms that I'm buying up. So I I have ca I have all the livestock. I have all the food production and the oil production. So I have like double monopolies already. Oh, so I'm like a conglomerate. So I buy up literally everything. I buy up homes, making it like I I buy up entire towns and I rent them out to like people. And I I make the rent a little bit cheaper, if they want to work on my um oil rigs, like my oil pump places. So they're like everyone's working for me. Everyone's employed by me. I own everything. So I just I just come start owning everything, and then there's like this big rebellion force. Who were stationed in the middle of the desert. They're all stationed out there. And they start like planning the takedown of me. And I, I, I crush it. I crush this rebellion like 90 times. And this dream feels like it's 80 years long. So I crush this massive rebellion with my iron oil boot. And I keep coming back. So what I do is I, I put a, it's like half, yeah, I remember this, it's like, I've, I have this all, I've written this dream down multiple times, so, like, in Half-Life 2, the, the Combine have placed a sterilization field across the people, so I pretty much make a deal of all the, my subjects, stop rebelling, and you'll be able to reproduce, so they, they finally stop, so they stop rebelling, they're able to have kids, and then I say the same stuff to their kids, and I, I, I think, I, oh, yeah, so I discover immortality using oil in the dream. So I start I start pump, putting petroleum into my blood, and like I my my heart starts to run like an engine. So I this this you probably you probably guys think I'm probably insane in my ramblings here, but I'm not. So my heart's running like an engine, and I'm I'm just I'm just a, a mean green killing machine at this point. I own everything. I I invent cybernetics. I invent the internet. I invent the Wi-Fi. And so I, I, I pretty much am charged to everything. I, I have a sterilization field on people, and it's like, if you rebel, don't rebel, you can have kids. And then it finally comes down to the part where I need an heir. So 
I start looking for heirs. So I, I'm I'm wondering to I I go to like New Jersey, and I'm just walking the streets with my big top hat, and cigar, and I see a homeless woman who doesn't work for me because she's homeless, and she's holding this baby. So what I do is I slap, I slap the homeless woman, take her baby, and I make the baby my heir. Then I, I, this is where the dream gets fuzzy. This is where like different timelines start rolling up. So I remember one dream, my baby, he drops a knife. I slip on a banana peel and die. I fall on my own. I like, I fall on the knife he dropped. I don't know why the kid had a knife. He just did. So that was like the first like ending. I woke up from that one. That was the bad ending. I think one of the better, I'm trying to remember. So I think one of the better endings I had from this dream was, um, I was walking, yeah, so what happened is I, I was, like, a better ending would be, I, so I had, I had made a machine that would pretty much put my mind inside the kid, so pretty much, I was laying on my deathbed, and I had, like, a, like, a Smithers-type assistant, he kind of even looked like Smithers in a dream, so I, I pretty much called this bum over, my get me, fetch me the machine, and he knows exactly what I'm talking about, because my final machine, I just called it the machine, instead of, like, the oil pumper 9000, I just called it the machine. And he brings over the machine, and it starts, like, it. Uh, he hooks it up to my brain, it scans my brain, like, all mechanically. Because we don't, we, don't, we don't mess with computers in this world, it's all mechanical. So all the gears and pulleys and pistons are reading my brain, and I take my, my new heir, who's, like, one years old, and I say, put it in him. So it does it to him, and he becomes me, and I die, like, we switch consciousnesses. And so I become this kid, and so I'm this hyper... Brainiac, like little boy, and um, I, I like I go through puberty again, so I, my mood shifts. I make a bunch of bad decisions, but eventually I'm back to where I started, and uh, that process keeps repeating itself for a few thousand years until all the oil on Earth is gone. From I don't really I went, I just realized in the dream I never really explained who I'm selling the oil to because I own all the oil, so I'm not really making any more money, and like no one can do anything. So actually, that's a pretty big fall in the dream. I don't know what I'm doing with this oil, because I can't make money off it, and I already own everything, and I'm already making everything, so I don't even know, like, I've already completely conquered the world? What's the point? There's no competition, so I don't even know why this dream was kept going on. And that's really all I remember about the dream. There was, like, the really bad ending where I just die, I slip on a banana peel and fall on my own knife, like the guy from that one book, To Kill a Mockingbird, or I just, like, Keep on like putting in my mind a new airs, like uh, Lord Palpatine. I think I don't know. So that that's that's the dream stuff. That that's that's what we talk about with dreams. So I think we should actually get into my actual um uh, topic here, which hopefully will last like 10, 20 minutes. Inner city kids are some like inner city kids that went to an inner city school are some of the dumbest people I've ever met in my whole entire life. Some of these guys are so stupid. In the statistics show, there was not a single... In, in the Baltimore inner city schools, there was not a single soul who tested proficient in math. How the hell do you do that? And this wraps into the pandemic because, you know, some of these kids had two, like, two, three years taken out of their whole education system. So it's all completely screwed up. Socially, they're screwed up. Uh, academically just screwed up, disciplinedly, they're all screwed up. And this is even happening with freshmen in uh, my school. These guys are undisciplined little shits 
and I hate them. It's that simple. These guys need to get themselves under control. Hopefully, I'm going to be gone next year, but hopefully they're better their um, their sophomore year. Because honestly, I don't know how some of these teachers are dealing with this. This is terrible. This is embarrassing. I feel so bad. Like generally, I feel really bad for some of the teachers that these these freshmen. It's really it's just embarrassing when we have the the other three grades are really good. This grade has like 200 more people and they're all misbehaved. I, I can only name like probably seven good ones. That's about it. They're all terrible. They're always rapping. They're always fighting, which rapping isn't a bad thing. Maybe maybe I like a little bit of rap music on the side, but they're always fighting. They're always trying to claim, man, dog, I'm better than you. And then they just beat the crap out of each other in the bathroom. I, I, okay, so I walked by the bathroom last week. And um, it was me, the demon, who was mentioned in the show before, and Andrew Stansfield. We're all walking, and we just heard hearing all this ruckus and commotion in the bathroom. We're like, oh, here they go again. And so the demon, or Ethan, goes, I like school fights. And he goes off to a science classroom. That's pretty usual. So, um... Sansfield and me are like, oh, what's going on here? Some kid leaves and is like, bro, I'm just trying to take a pee, man. And I was like, bro, I feel your pain, dog. And I just couple like, I feel your pain, dog, to him. And he just starts laughing. And then we meet up with Christopher Kerrigan and Thomas Dougherty. And we're like, bro, we just saw a fight. Then all of a sudden, two assistant principals, or one, well, I don't even know what the, his real, his actual position is. I, 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 I don't know. I think he's just filling in for another principal. So he's just there. Him and the other guy are there. And they're walking. I said, oh, it looks like they called in the Calvary. And then I round the corner, and the sc- both school police officers are also around the corner. I'm thinking, what just happened in that bathroom? And also, before that happened, some random um, kid just ran in the bathroom and started jumping around, like, ran down the hallway, laughing his ass off. I'm like, whatever happened, that's wild. I mean, that's what I gotta say about local school. So, not, yeah, so not a single kid in a Baltimore school tested, like, proficient in math. That's a serious problem. You're telling me not a single kid can do basic like sixth grade math in a high in a, like math at a high school level. That's really bad. I and the problem is in a few years these guys are going to be voting. And that's what scares me. I'm going to be voting with these people. When I was having a conversation with this guy who I believe went to an inner city school, either that or he's just really dumb. He was telling me about stuff and stocks and stuff and I don't care. And he's talking about the March 15th the, the stocks are projected to plummet. Now, March 15th, the eyes of March, is historically a bad day. I'm assuming, because uh, my stocks fell on Friday the 13th, thir- sorry, 13th, that, oh, then uh, the eyes of March stocks will also fall, because Julius Caesar was assassinated this day. And he said, oh, the AI predicted it. I'm like, well, I'd assume so. It's the eyes of March. And he goes, what's the eyes of March? And I think to myself, what the hell did I just hear come out of his mouth? What is the eyes of March? We learn that stuff in school. What are you talking about? And I was like, you know, the 15th of March, the odds. He's like, no, I didn't know what you're talking about. I'm thinking, what the heck? So it was just, it was like a culture shock, because I assumed everyone knew what the odds of March was. I don't know why, I just assumed everyone did. I really know, I don't really know why I assumed that at all. So, and I'm like, man, what is going on in this world? This guy's like three years, he's voting, he's like three years older than me. And he doesn't know what the eyes of March is. I think that's a little suspicious. That's a little strange. So, I think what the the public education system, which is more like a, a federally funded circus, as I put it, is falling apart. And um, 
I don't think it is really built for today's world. And yeah, I've seen all these videos like, oh, we gotta redo the school system. I was built by the Rockefellers. And I'm like, yeah, there's that too. But like, you guys are actually gonna do it? Because you guys have been saying that you guys are gonna redo it for like 20 years now. And nothing's happened. Like, even Ted Kaczynski was talking about this. He said the Sylvian schools were like perfect or some stuff. But enough of that. Enough of that. So actually, I need to find, um, I need to, why I'm talking about this, I need to, I need to grab a, a song off of, um, Shart, what's it called, YouTube, um, so I'm just gonna, like, you know, grab that real quick, um, and we're gonna copy that link, put it into the YouTube downloader, but uh, I think I've really talked about everything I need to talk about for this episode. I mean, I don't really, I don't want to cut it off here, because this episode's only 45 minutes long. I like episodes to be like an hour. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if I, if I can, if I can find something to talk about. I don't know what it would be. I mean, hey, I believe Friday I'm in the, my last quarter of school, which is crazy. That means I only have, I'm going to count them off here. One, two, three. Four, five, six, sorry, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven more Fridays left of school. Then I'm done of high school forever. Never again, which I, it, it, it's weird to me because I have, um, you know, I've been doing this my whole life. And every time I think of high school now, I think of the, uh, there's this analogy of the, of the, of the ticks and you put the ticks in the jar and you put the lid on for three days and they start jumping. Well, once you take that lid off, they're never going to jump higher than that lid. Cause that's what they're, that's what they've been conditioned to their entire life. So I, uh, I've been thinking as a school system for the 12 years to keep us down like this, but you know, this is for a whole different episode. I am ranting and raving about the American school system, but, um, yeah, so I think that's the fact that some of these kids that barely can do basic math are a voting age, and they're going to be voting here soon, so I truly think our country is screwed over. It, this may sound a little, like, uh, insane, but I think we should, like, have, like, more requirements to vote instead of just being 18, like, in the U.S.S., and maybe, like, uh, can, like, if they have passed or, like, state, like, standardized testing, then you can vote as well. I think that would be better. I also saw a thing. I believe, uh... Uh, I think federally, we want to lower the driving age. Federal driving age. I, I feel like that. I feel like they're trying to change us. I saw this. Oh. Oh, geez. Oh, God. Okay, so in Pe- oh, Pennsylvania. So, they went to, so here in my hometown of Pennsylvania, this is February 16th, they did this. Probably, this is probably, hopefully, this is not going to pass to Congress. But, um, okay, so here we go. Proposed bill would lower the legal driving age of Pennsylvania from 16 to 15. With the students that we have as freshmen these days, yeah, not happening. Okay, so a potential bill proposed by a pair of Pennsylvania lawmakers would lower the legal driving age of the Commonwealth from 15 to 16. Um, okay, so State Representatives Stephen Kinsley, a Democrat of Philadelphia, and Eric Nelson, a Republican of Westmoreland, recently drafted a memo to their colleagues in the House that argued the current legal driving age of 16 is unfair, is an unfair burden to working teens, limiting their potential employment choices. While state law allows young people in Pennsylvania to be working before they are 16 years old, it limits their employment choices by preventing them from driving until the age of 16. The memo states Pennsylvania teens wish to work, they're legally permitted to do so, they should be not to die the right travel, blah, 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 blah. The bill proposed by Kinsley Nelson would change the eligibility for a junior driver's license to be age 15 and also establish age eligibility for a summer permit to be 15 as well. 
there would be no change to any existing safety or training requirements, unlike past like passenger limitations or nighttime driving restrictions, lawmaker says. And so, um, Kinsley added in Nelson, a neighboring states like Ohio, Maryland, and West Virginia have already made changes to minimum age requiring a learner's permit. I did not know that. So pretty much they want to make it so these teens could work. That's really it. So they're trying to do this so we can work better. Which I think is interesting. That's nice. I mean, I've always thought it funny that, yeah, you can work when you're 14, but you better be, you better uh, f- uh, start walking because you're not allowed to drive there alone or you got your parents to let you off. So I've always felt that was a little strange to me. I've noticed that that's why I, that's why I'd always work locally, places I could walk to, like the library or the pool. Speaking of the pool, I think, I think I'm going to save stories about the pool when that place opens so I can, uh, <laughs> No, no, no! I'm just gonna talk about some funny stories that happen there. I'll, I'll, I'll give a few. I'll give a few next episode. But I think that really wraps it up for today's episode. We we covered a, a myriad of topics, and my last one was probably the shortest. I think I talked about that dream for the longest amount of time. But I think, um, I think I did a good job for this episode. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed. We have almost reached the 50 minute mark. Remember our show, my show, the Joe Cast relies heavily, very heavily on word of mouth and stuff, because I'm not paying for advertisements to get it, because it didn't work the first time. So I think if you guys really want the show to really catch on, you guys are going to have to be the ones doing advertisements. I already bought business cards, even at, at local like gas stations and stuff, just so leaving like a few there. I had a real cool design on it. I'll post that on the Instagram right after I'm done in this video. I think you guys will like it. Um, I'm proud of it. I like them. Um, I, I think they're going to do very well. Also, I think um, you guys should uh, sh- um, start posting the Spotify links to this uh, uh, show on your Snapchat stories and Instagram stories. That would help a lot with um, boosting the engagement. I think it, I, I cannot be the only one showing off the show. You guys are going to have to step in too. Remember, we, we are a very small community here, and we all have to play our part. Okay, so that's what we have to do with today's episode. Hope you guys enjoy. I'll see you guys next week, next Monday on the, uh, the 20th. The 20th of March, five days after the final chuckle, which would be happening. I will report on that. I may do a special episode Wednesday to see what happened. But we'll see you guys from there. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. It's been a great time talking. And we'll see you guys next week.